Hello ladies from around the world. This is your host Yemi Majekodumi from Widow Recovery Secrets. Thank you for listening to our podcast and downloading and sharing. Please continue to do this. It empowers many as there are so many widows around the world. For your free note, Walking Out of Widowed, which looks at the five successful steps widows are doing or taking, go to walkingoutofwidow.net. For my coaching provision, go to linktree forward slash yemi lowercase double m underscore h for Harry. So what am I looking at today? Today, hooray, it's podcast 32. I can't believe it. Where's the time gone? Today, I'm starting a series on, a new series, which is looking at recovery to transformation. And the topic today is deception. We live in a world that distorts the truth. And everyone seems to have their definition of what is true. I guess you have your truth, I have my truth. But deception is the act of causing someone to accept as true or valid what is false or invalid. The fact or condition of being deceived. May you not be deceived. Deception is carried out based on a person's source of value reference and what they subjectively believe as true. It is also influenced by what you are feeling at any given time and the need a person to justify or act or action, so using deception to influence his or her audience. On social media, for example, and in other mediums, there are so many different truths, and a lot is full of deception and falsehood. And I'm sure it doesn't help us, or people around the world, or widows, or those grieving, to be deceived. If you do not have a sound doctrine which to reference truth, you could be living a life of deception unknowingly. So as usual, my base of reference is from a Judeo-Christian perspective. So my base and reference point of truth is from the Word of God, the Bible, the immutable Word of God. Deception comes from what we hold as true in our hearts. The heart of a person can be corrupt or it can be good, depending on what you feed it and whether it has been led by truth. So using a quote from the Bible, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? And this is in a passage called Jeremiah 17, 9. However, when your heart has been renewed by God, you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is is good, pleasing, and perfect will. By renewing your mind daily with God's word and praying to God, your creator, your heart becomes purged of falsehood and filled with truth, God's truth, your creator's truth. One way to be led by the deceitful heart is to give no energy or interest to seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That basically means not opening your heart to want to know the God who created you. To seek the kingdom is to consider the godliness of one's thoughts and actions, abstaining from those which are not of God and engaging in those that are. In this way, the heart will become a useful tool. 
So basically, believing in God your creator and opening your heart to receiving God your creator renews your mind and that influences your heart. Your emotions will serve you, the believer, rather than leading the believer into foolishness or deceit. God promises us in the word through the prophet Ezekiel in the Bible to give you a new heart. A heart of flesh instead of stone. And he promises to write his laws on our hearts, Jeremiah 31, 33, so that we will know him and follow his ways. God's intervention cures our hearts from deception, falsehood. Be aware of these fundamentals I'm going to mention for winning and moving you widows from recovery to transformation. And the transformational stage is your stage of grace where you recover fully and you can stand and say you have recovered and you have a new dream. So number one, the heart is used to refer to many things. From a Judeo-Christian context, equals it equals truth. It is the seat of the soul, your emotions and desires. So when the word says it's deceitful above all things, it means being led by the heart is to be led by your emotions. In a renewed mind, it is the mind that should lead the heart. Emotions are a good thing if you put them in a proper place. They will, they, they will lead. The heart can enrich you in love, joy, godly grief, and every other emotion in its proper context. An ungenerated mind or even a renewed but lazy mind will lead you astray, e.g. making wrong decisions on your life and future. Thirdly, and beyond cure, I'm taking this from the quotes I referred to earlier, God's intervention cures your heart. And this is done by the salvation message and sanctification. It is easier to understand the physical anatomy and function of the heart as an organ than the spiritual and emotional aspects of it. Even theologians and human behaviorists struggle to understand the heart, but God who created it understands it perfectly and has made a way to cleanse even the most deceitful of hearts. So what I'm trying to say is to tie in with what I'm explaining redeception. The, the mentioned text ties into three fundamental tr truths when you are grieving as a widow. Number one. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. This is promised to you in the word of God in Psalm 30 verse 5b. Even in the dreary winter, the day star lights his lamp. It seems fit that in our nights the dews of grief shall fall. Knowing God as your hope enables you to see that your tears cannot last forever. In Christ there is hope, healing and the expectation of restoration and joy. There will always be a time of joy in the midst of our sorrow, but the Lord guarantees you hope for a greater future. Number two, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but God promises us that he has come to give you life and life in the full abundance. John 10.10 10. The loss of your spouse is shocking and devastating. I was shocked and devastated, but I'm here still believing that I can cling on to the hope God promises me. And that's what I'm sharing with you today. However, you have to find strength within not to stay on the mountain of grief for too long. 
This means not spending your whole life focusing on the lost and your past. When you become so self-consumed by it, by this, it robs you of all peace, joy, life expectations, and other gifts life has in store for you. The deception is that it is alright for you to cling to the past and the dead forever. But this contradicts all the truths from the Word of God. If you are alive, you have to decide at a specific stage to start redefining and drawing a new picture of your life. I started after a year after my loss, and that's when I wrote my book, Walking Out of Widowhood. I started to write my book. It is a deceptive belief to say you mourn forever. That ties you to your past and hinders any healthy future growth. Number three, do not mourn like one who has no hope. When you accept God as your creator, anything that happens detects that you have hope and peace because the word of God says so. This means death and the loss of a loved one is only in this lifetime. The word promises you will meet again in eternity when they make heaven. It is the fundamental truth. When you know God as your creator, you grow in faith and learn how to claim absolute healing for your broken heart. Give your life to Christ today and experience the immutable love and compassion of Christ that no one else can give you. The simple prayer I said over 30 years ago was, Oh Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. Thank you for saving me and dying on the cross for me. I welcome you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. I put my past behind and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. So there begins your walk into Christendom. For more encouragement and understanding, go to alpha.org for basic courses. In times of crisis and adversity, most things in our lives move, change, reposition. People move on, forget your grief, forget your friends. But one thing that will hold you in the tide of life is leaning on the faith in the word of God that never changes but redresses your ever-challenging need. For more, go to walkingoutofwidow.net or for my resources, my prayer in note for widows, or our coaching, go to https colon forward slash forward slash linked tree forward slash yemi with two m's lowercase underscore h for harry for a coaching chat call me on 07833837895 signing off now remember there is always hope after loss please Dare to dream a new dream. Signing off, Yemi Majekodumi from Widow Recovery Secrets. Stay well and stay blessed. Thank you.